Hello, my name is Eric Harding. Welcome to Deconstructing, a community about men, masculinities, and love. If you're new here, please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you're listening to the podcast version, give me a five-star review. That really helps with getting the word out there. On today's episode, I want to go back to 2011. That summer, I was finishing up my bachelor's degree at the State University of New York at Purchase. I took an introductory class on psychology and I remember my professor sharing a TED talk from Brené Brown on the power of vulnerability. I don't know whether that video had the same impact on my classmates as it did on me, however something shifted within me after watching it. Up until that point I'd been thinking of a good tactic on becoming my true self and sharing that information with the people I care the most in my life, chiefly my mother and close friends. Thankfully. Earlier in the spring, I had experienced two months of a filmmaking program in New York City, where myself and 11 other men experimented with all aspects of making a movie, from inception to completion. One of them came from the suburbs, like me, and was very well adjusted to life as an out and proud gay man. I got to know him a little bit better during the eight-week program, and he told me about his boyfriend, pop culture shows such as RuPaul's Drag Race, Lady Gaga, who was just about to release the album named after her already LGBTQ anthem, Born This Way. And most importantly, four of us got to visit his home in Long Island while shooting his short film. There, we met his mother and younger sister, who even had a cameo in his short, and I got to experience the normalcy of his existence. I say this because I had no examples of queer joy around me. This was the first time that I saw another man, my own age, being unapologetically himself, at least in terms of his sexuality, while fully embraced and supported by his parents and siblings. Just to recap 2011 briefly, in the US, only a minority of states offered protections for LGBTQ folks in employment and housing. New York only legalized same-sex marriage in June of that year, and not even Barack Obama had publicly shown his support for marriage equality. So times were different, and I was scared to say the least. After watching Dr. Brown's video though, I knew deep down that I had to honor the real me. Going through my teenage years without ever experiencing a first kiss or a first relationship was extremely tough. Later on, I became withdrawn and quite depressed in college, to the point where I, once a very good student, received my first F grades. For me, they were a reflection of my ineptitude as a human being. However, at my core, I knew that they weren't who I knew myself to be. If those Fs stood for failure, I was willing to overcome my shame and become better as a result of that event. In the talk she gave before our live audience, Dr. Brown says, connection is why we're here. It's what gives purpose and meaning to our lives. That really reverberated in my mind and I started questioning myself. Have I had connections? Have I been avoiding them lately? What meaning does my life have right now as a 23 year old? What do I do to change this isolation and disconnection I've been feeling? Dr. Brown continues, In order for connection to happen, we have to allow ourselves to be seen, really seen. Talk about a terrifying experience for an introverted person like me. In addition to that, as men we are socialized to be stoic, tough, and cool. Even when we're dying inside, we don't allow other men in, 
and vulnerability, something other men demonstrated to me through words and actions, was a sign of weakness. Remember, boys don't cry, don't let them see you sweat, man up. Men can do everything, including be a terrible, absent father who takes their kids out to the park once a year on Father's Day, and society will still fawn over them and acknowledge what great fathers they are. Even the bare minimum is considered good enough. Speaking of enough, I didn't feel enough. I felt that I had missed on formative experiences, that I had been denied what was promised to me as a man. However, to many in a patriarchal and heteronormative society, I wasn't even a real man. So my thoughts, feelings, and silent cries for help were not valid or taken into consideration. I learned to cope like men do, in silence. The things that went through my mind were pretty wild. I wanted to verbalize them to others, especially other young men, my peers, but I couldn't. I wanted to talk to adults, but I didn't have the tools or know-how. It got so dark that I would smile on the outside, but on the inside, I thought about going to sleep and not waking up. Maybe that would take the pain away. I didn't want to end my life. I didn't want my mother to suffer knowing that her only child did that. At the same time, I thought that if I passed away in my sleep at a young age, that would be nobody's fault. It would be a clean break from the pain I felt and an almost poetic way to leave this earth. I would have been an enigma to others, much like I was to myself at that point. It's been 12 years since the filmmaking program in New York City. I have no idea where my former classmate is nowadays because we've lost touch since then. What I do know is that my life changed for the better after our interactions. And the Brene Brown talk was the last push I needed to let myself be seen, be heard, and be understood. In giving myself the gift of vulnerability, I learned about my humanity, I was able to have self-compassion, I forgave myself because I did the best I could with the information I had at the time. My father didn't show me the ropes of what it means to be a man. He didn't learn it from his father, who definitely did not learn it from his father either. Generations of broken men hiding inside, dying of heart diseases. Isn't it interesting that the heart symbolizes love? It is often known as the symbol of emotions, synonymous with affection, feelings, sentiment. The heart was once thought to be the center of all thought process, not the brain. So isn't it time that we as men overcome the fear of feeling, the fear of connection, the fear of vulnerability or being seen as weak? I don't know about you, but I sense we have everything to gain by allowing ourselves the right to be human and as such experience the full human experience because we cannot just rely on rationality. Have you seen the world around us? Rational men do all kinds of atrocities to themselves and others. Where is empathy, compassion, brotherhood, solidarity, community in that equation? Audre Lorde, who was a writer and civil rights activist, once said, I am not free while any woman is unfree, even when her shackles are very different from my own. While we might not think of men as unfree, I know that there is a myriad of experiences that a capitalistic, patriarchal society does not allow us men to have. It creates fear, which is internalized, and the result is seen in a society where men have the illusion of power and control over others and themselves, 
We know that there are hurt children inside of them, but when we are not allowed to self-actualize, violence, whether physical, psychological, political, is the agreed-upon manifestation that our society will allow men to express their anger, frustration, and yes, their fears. We can adapt, experience closeness, and free ourselves so we can choose fear and become like our fathers, grandfathers, and great-grandfathers, and there is nothing honorable or poetic in that. It's just a waste of a lifetime. Remember, I am because we are. That's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you're listening to the podcast version, give me a five-star review. That really helps to spread my work to others who might need to listen to it. I have a Patreon where I post episodes in advance and I offer bonus content such as reviews of movies like Close and the Super Mario Brothers. Those episodes will be available very soon there, so please check out the link in my description. We also have a Telegram group where our community of men who are willing to change is in constant dialogue, and I would love to have you there. It's in the description as well. And last but not least, I will do a webinar on Wednesday, May 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, and talk about why men are incapable of loving. It'll be great, and I can't wait to share it with you. Save it on your calendar and join me then. The link will be available for Telegram group members only. Thank you, beautiful man. I will see you on the next one.